0: Now today's federal newscast. Over 150 House Democrats write to congressional leadership in opposition of the president's planned pay freeze for civilian employees next year. They say Congress should take up the Senate's proposed 1.9 percent pay raise instead. House and Senate members are currently conferencing over the idea as part of appropriations discussions. House Minority Whip Steny Hoyer and Congressman Jamie Raskin, Elijah Cummings and Jerry Connolly led the signing of this letter. The Agriculture Department extends the deadline for cities and states to express interest in housing two of its components. USDA is giving localities an extra 30 days until October 15th to propose ideas for hosting the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. The extension comes on the heels of a letter from Congressman Steny Hoyer objecting to USDA's plans to relocate these bureaus. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies can check to make sure their health and wellness programs are up to par. OPM says it will once again administer the WellCheck online assessment for agencies who want to participate. The WellCheck tool measures 131 evidence-based workplace strategies that impact employees' health and wellness. Agencies in the past scored best on addressing vaccine-preventable diseases, tobacco-free living and occupational health and safety. Three good government organizations are joining together to develop a new policy agenda for the Senior Executive Service. The Partnership for Public Service, Volcker Alliance, and Senior Executives Association are pursuing a set of ideas to improve the SES. They want to strengthen SES onboarding and performance management, find better promotion paths for senior level and senior technical executives, and reduce the number of political appointees. The organizations say they're taking their ideas to Congress, the Office of Management and Budget, and the Office of Personnel Management. A new campaign from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency means big money for artificial intelligence. DARPA is launching its AI Next effort and wants to spend $2 billion to help develop new AI technologies. DARPA Director Dr. Stephen Walker says the money will go towards multiple projects aimed at transforming computers from specialized tools to partners in problem-solving. OMB is taking steps to relieve some of the burden on grant-making agencies.
1: Agencies have until April 30th to detail to OMB how they plan to adopt new data standards for grant management. The Grants Management Federal Integrated Business Framework will finalize the new requirements by September 30th. OMB also wants agencies to describe how they plan to migrate to shared services along with projected implementation timelines. Additionally, OMB says starting January 1st, the System for Award Management, or SAM.gov, will be the central repository for common government-wide certifications and representations required of federal grant recipients. I'm Jason Miller.
0: The program manager with the State Department gets 13 months in prison for taking kickbacks and stealing money from the agency's sports visitors program. Kelly Davis admits to falsifying vendor-related invoices and making fraudulent checks payable to a government contractor. The Justice Department says together Davis and the contractor stole over $17,000. The world's biggest naval base is getting ready for major impacts from Hurricane Florence. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more.
2: Sailors spend much of the weekend getting ships at and around Naval Station Norfolk ready to head out to sea, out of the storm's path. Navy officials said a major sortie could begin later today, depending on the hurricane's strength and track. Meanwhile, officials at the Virginia base are urging all their personnel not to leave vehicles parked there, since much of the installation is subject to severe flooding. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. And results from the Census Bureau's
0: other population count raises concerns for the 2020 decennial. Georgetown Law's Center of Poverty and Inequality analyzes results from the agency's American Community Survey. It finds participants skipped a question on citizenship status more than any other question. The Bureau plans to include the question on the 2020 Census. The citizenship question isn't new on the ACS form, but it will be the first time in 50 years that it will be on the decennial census form. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.